Welcome back, one and all, to the Our Outdoors portion of your weekend. I am your host, Nick Simonson, outdoors writer with my materials online at NewsDakota.com and DakotaEdge.com. Hey, there's plenty of fishing left in summer, but we are starting to close that window a little bit towards September. I know once the 4th of July hits, it seems like summer's basically over, but there are a lot of good opportunities to get out there on the water, and while you're doing that, you should also be planning for your fall. And this week's installment has those tips to help you get ready in this month or so before those upland season starts, before that archery deer season starts, to get you ready for the hunt. And we'll talk more about that after the break. But first up, make sure that you note, if you do not have a deer tag, those first come, first serve deer gun licenses will be available through the Game and Fish on July 28th. So be prepared to pick up whatever tags remain. There's several hundred out there scattered throughout the state. You know, just over uh, a dozen or so units still have those tags available for folks who were unsuccessful in the first and second lottery. So there's some opportunities there to get a deer tag for this fall and participate in all that fun North Dakota has to offer. Secondarily, North Dakota Game and Fish also has the Kids Fishing Camp up on Devil's Lake from August 8th through the 12th. A fantastic introduction with some more advanced stuff like lure making and other activities for kids to get more in-depth into the sport of angling, learning about biology, learning to identify species, learning about the habits of fish underwater so that they can be more in tune with how to catch them. So great opportunities there for both hunting and fishing, especially for those youngsters, getting them out there and getting them involved. And again, we've got some great youth seasons coming up this fall and some great hunting seasons as well to be had. So we'll be talking about that more after the break with tips for how to get you, your firearm, your pattern, and everything in your gearbox ready to go along with those faithful four-legged companions, whether you're in the field or the uplands or you're finding that favorite slew for ducks. That's coming up right after the break. Welcome back to the Our Outdoors program, everyone. No special guest other than me, but in that case, I've got some tips for you that I go through every July, August, early September to get myself ready for the hunt. And that's mostly upland hunting, but obviously you can apply the same principles to your archery hunting, your firearms deer hunting in November, and all the preparatory processes to get you set for a successful season. You know what they say, fail to plan, plan to fail. We want to make sure we're on the positive side of that with good efforts to make sure everything is in working order before we hit the field. And first and foremost, if you're out there in the field, particularly for those upland species, it comes down to your feet. And it might come down to your feet a little bit more as we have drier conditions and less habitat on the landscape this year, not only with the disappearance of a lot of CRP, but a lot of emergency haying going on throughout the region, taking some of that cover. So first and foremost, we're going to start out with your feet, and that means having your boots ready to go. You might have bought a new pair last year or the year before. They may be broken in and ready to go, but for those folks who are looking for new boots for their hunting adventures, now is the time to purchase them and the oils and the care products that you're going to need to keep them in good shape and get them broken in for the season. And it's pretty simple, actually. It comes back to what we've talked about for personal fitness, and that is walk with them, hike with them, and keep them in good shape as you're going. So first and foremost, once you buy that new pair of boots, whether it's walking around the block with your dog or hiking in the hills with your dog, you're breaking them in. You're getting those boots to form around your feet. You're getting the soles to get underneath and get fitted to your arch and to your heel and to your toes so they feel right. And obviously right now, if you're breaking them in in July and August, you're not going to be worried about blisters on a grouse hunt. You're not going to be worried about the night before pheasant opener with a brand new set of boots and wondering how it's going to impact you that day. So get out there, walk around, get in those hills, simulate 
that actual field experience. Hike up a few hills in your neighborhood, go to a park, break those boots in, make sure you get a good feel for them, and then keep them in good shape. If they get wet, use some of that uh, protective spray, those protective oils, make sure that they get dry, make sure that they get put away in a place where they're a little bit ventilated, where they can kind of get that air in them so that that, that moisture is wicked away and then like I said use those protective oils those greases those things that are prescribed by the specific manufacturers to keep the leathers to keep the fabrics in good shape so that you can continue to use those boots not only this season but for years to come and you know what if you're getting three four years out uh, of your boots and they're doing quite well that is a win and that all comes from proper use and proper care so keep that in mind as you're getting set for fall have those boots ready to go if they're a new pair break them in as to guns let's turn to firearms obviously uh, hunt, uh, hunting without a gun is just like a hike in nature so obviously if you're out there hunting you're going to have your favorite shotgun with you and if you're breaking in a new one and even if you're using the old one it comes down to three things pattern 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 and that is the most important thing know where your shot is going and more importantly know where your shot is going with the type of shot shells you buy and the type of chokes you are using. And that means getting out to a gun range and utilizing a patterning board. You want to get a big 17 by 24 piece of paper, put a life-size pheasant on it, put a circle on it, whatever it takes. Calculate the pellets that are penetrating that circle or that bird silhouette so that you know the loads that you are using and the chokes you are employing are working to put your shot at the ideal area. Now, you want to try it out from 20, 25, 30, 35, or 40 yards. Kind of find the areas that are comfortable to you, those situations that arise. And remember, that adjustment may need to be made for your dog, which we'll talk about later. If you're hunting behind a pointing dog, you're going to have a lot closer shots. So maybe you want to see, how does my pattern look at 25 or 30 yards versus those longer shots, which might come with flushing dogs at 35 or 40 yards so pattern those in whether it's new or old shot shells change from season to season manufacturer to manufacturer you may want to grab a couple boxes and see hey which one of these patterns best with my guns you know is it uh, a rooster xr or is it a prairie storm or another variety of pheasant shells that are marketed out there to hunters every fall try them out find the ones that work best for you they are available i know supplies can be scarce and things can be spooky right now with what we're seeing on the shelves for shotgun shells but try to find the ones that you want to try out and pattern them make sure that you get a good feel of where they are at from there practice 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 get out there on the trap range and shoot a few rounds get out there and shoot sporting clays or five stands so you can simulate those live fire scenarios those hunting scenarios where you've got birds zipping around from all angles and not just forward from a trap house you want to get out there and number one make sure that the gun is shooting where it's supposed to but two simulate those scenarios that you're going to encounter you know if you're going to be on the grouse trails go ahead jump on the skeet range so you have those fast crossers where you know you have that small opening to shoot and you got to be a quick shot so get the those guns out there and again remember your choke selection particularly if you're shooting behind a dog that's a pointer you're going to want those more open chokes you may want to you know improve cylinder and a mod and then you may want to switch to you know an improved mod or a full if you're shooting from those flushing dogs the ones that might be out a little bit further you know 30 35 40 yard shots tighter patterns and again remember certain shells like prairie storm have a tighter constricting wad that's going to make those patterns tighter no matter what choke they're going through so be aware of your chokes 
be aware of the shells you are using and make certain that you pattern and practice your gun and your chosen shot shells so that you can be more successful coming in. And then of course, before the season starts, run that boar snake through. Make sure everything's oiled up. Make sure there's no debris or dust or gunpowder residue so that your gun is nice and clean for the field. Give it an, an inspection as we get late into August or September before those first grouse hunts or those pheasant hunts in October so you know that your gun is working. You don't pull it out of the case on opening day and oops, the firing pin isn't working or the action isn't closing all the way. Be certain of where your gun is at well before you set foot in the field. And finally, coming down to dogs. I know a lot of folks have emailed me, a lot of folks have messaged me talking about, hey, how do I train my new dog? What have you done in the past to get your dogs acclimated to the field? And you know, if you don't have a farm place or a place on the edge of town, the next best alternative is utilizing those wings. Get those pups used to the scent of pheasant and grouse wings that they're going to be pursuing out in the field. You get those basic commands down, and then you can get into the more fun adventures like hiding a wing in the grass, uh, using a cane pole to drag a wing through a grassy area so you can establish a scent trail and then bringing the pup out and having them follow that and then heaping on the praise having those fun rewards like a bag and strip or some other treat to reward them for their hard work and their efforts out there but that helps get those new pups acclimated to finding a scent trail associating that scent with a positive reward at the end those are very very key in establishing a young pump sense for upland hunting so with a new dog you want to make sure that you've got that taken care of with an old dog boy it's you know it's back to the back to the training area get them out there get them running get them walking around the blocks make sure that they're in good physical shape if they have to have a checkup i like to have my dogs visit the vet in the summer so that they're ready for the fall so that i know there's nothing wrong with them but then land and water retrieve especially if you're a waterfowler get them out there get them tossing that dummy or that bumper out into the water so they can bring it back again be aware of blue green algae this time of year it can be an issue so you don't want your dogs swimming in that but again watch the heat keep those dogs well hydrated don't push it too hard early on find those cooler days and nights those early mornings and evenings to get your dogs out there whether they're new pups or old pups and you're going to be all set for a great season of hunting a lot of this stuff transfers over sight in those rifles show to shoot a few practice rounds for deer hunting make sure your bows are on as well but when it comes to hunting these basic tips for upland will carry you into the season so if you're at the range or we run and rover i'm sure i'll see you in our outdoors <laughs>